advantage. Uh, if we can deal with that, you save $75 billion wow. uh, a year for just 16 countries that we surveyed. We'll hear exclusively from the UNDP on its latest survey findings as government continues to argue that without the bias, Ghana may not have gone for a $3 billion bailout from the IMF. Which recently had to deal with one of the most difficult periods in its post-independent history. Difficulties which were exacerbated by the reckless behavior of rating agencies that engaged... House-turned mining site sinks underground at Oduma Sena Shanti region barely a year after a similar incident resulted in the death of a pregnant woman in the same area. We have details of that for you shortly. Plus, wife of former Vice President Matilde Misa Arthur revealed she asked her husband to resign many times. Was there a time that you, you told him to actually pull out, resign? Many times. And, and let's have a Many peace. times. <laughs> Many times. Details of a yet-to-be-aired interview on PM Personality Profile in Business will take you live to Wacom Made in ECOWAS exhibition, which is currently underway at the AMA headquarters in Accra. We'll also have business, sports, and world news coming up shortly. Many thanks for choosing us. My name is Aisha Brian. We're also live on Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, and Twitter at Join News on TV. My personal handle is Adenana Aisha. This afternoon, Minority in Parliament is sending out a passionate appeal to the users who have threatened to shut down their plans from tomorrow due to government's indebtedness. The minority say if the IPPs carry out this threat, the country will witness load shedding on a scale never seen before. Speaking to journalists, minority spokesperson on energy, John Jinapo, called on government to show leadership. Indeed, the Mines and Energy Committee met the independent power producers over the weekend. The situation is indeed dire. We are on the brink. And if nothing is done, the independent power producers who shut all their plans, bearing in mind that these IPPs constitute about 70%, to be specific, 67% of thermal power produced in Ghana. So a shutdown of their plans would mean that this country would experience massive load shedding, massive blackouts, massive doom so that has not been experienced before. Or when 50% of the total power produced is taken out, your guess is as good as mine. And he has indicated that on his behalf, I should make a passionate and humbling appeal to these independent power producers that for the sake of this country, he's making a passionate appeal to them to reconsider their decision towards shutting their plans on the 1st of July. That is the deadline they've given to government. And so I want to make a passionate appeal and plead with the independent power producers 
to give government and the nation some more time. But even as we are pleading with them, we wish to call on government to demonstrate leadership, to show commitment. And I think that the approach being adopted by the finance minister will not resolve the issue. The finance minister, instead of dealing with the chamber of IPPs, is engaged in selective payments, discriminatory payments, selecting some preferred IPPs, paying them, and leaving others to their own fate. We want to call on the finance ministry and government, and particularly the president, to intervene urgently in this matter and ensure that we find an amicable solution. The debt as the United will be going back to Parliament for more on uh, what's business of the House and more on the call by the minority. But right now, the United Nations Development Programme is raising red flags over what they describe as bias on the part of three of the world's biggest credit rating agencies against some African countries, including the Republic of Ghana. In its latest report on lowering the cost of guest credit rating agencies against some African countries, including the Republic of Ghana, and its latest report on lowering the cost of from uh, 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 um, 15 or 16 percent to almost 54 percent. These are the things that affect businesses and either make investors fold up and go away, or some of them, you know, move out to our neighboring countries. Great. So you talk about you know um, creating jobs. I mean, one of the things that I'm sure a lot of uh, uh, you know businesses will be excited about, but you also talk about a little bit of digression that's the IMF and everything you've talked about well that's become our story recently investments and it's costing the state and other African countries some 74 billion dollars well this amount of money saved it is more likely that Ghana may not have signed up for a three billion international rating agencies because they you know they have a yeah, standard we can't do without them exactly yeah. but but I think that you can influence how they rate Africa and it comes back to the perceptions uh, a lot of it is really perceptions. I mean, there are facts and there's a reality that you have insecurity in some cases and you have foreign exchange volatility in other cases. Yeah, don't, don't get me wrong. There are reasons uh, why all of these ratings are as bad as they are in some cases. But, you know, it's not taking into account all the data and it's also not always objective. Some of it is subjective. We know that there is, you know, this country Ghana is surrounded by um, countries that are in violent extremism situations so it must be risky. President Ekofuado for some time now has raised concerns over how Ghana is being shut out of the international markets because of this alleged bias. He made this known while speaking at the AFRIXIM annual meeting in Accra last week. And I can comfortably and convincingly say this. As the AU champion for African financial institutions and leader of a country which recently had to deal with one of the most difficult periods in its post-independent history, difficulties which were exacerbated by the reckless behavior of rating agencies that engaged, <laughs> that engaged in pro-cyclical downgrades shutting Ghana out of capital markets and turning a liquidity crisis into a solvency crisis. Africa, Africa Exim Bank, 
under its counter-cyclical response mechanism, provided timely support to help Ghana navigate the macroeconomic management challenges worsened by Russia's war of aggression in Ukraine in an orderly manner, when suddenly we realized we were alone. Away from that, barely a year after a residential toilet sunk into a Galamse pit, killing a woman, another house has sunk into underground tunnels created by illegal miners at Odumase in the Ashanti, Ashanti Achim Central Municipality of the Ashanti region. Digging beneath homes for gold is common in the Odumase town with residents sitting on tenterhooks with a fear of looming cave-ins. Residents speak of constant blasting using explosives which is cracking up walls and threatening the collapse of buildings in the area. Love FM's director, Sasari Donko, was in the community and now reports. It's been close to a year since 26-year-old Gifty Manka's toilet sank with her into an illegal mining pit dug beneath her house at Udumase. But the practice of deep pit mining in homes at Udumase has not stopped. Part of this residential facility, a few meters from where Gifty died, sank on Sunday. I will describe the Udumase Township as a sinking time bomb ready to explode. Now, this gaping hole you see here leads underground to underground pits dug by illegal miners all across this area. Now, on Sunday, this building, which is inhabited by people at the moment, sank to the ground unannounced. Boom, just like that. And it's as a result of illegal mining underground, which is happening in the next house over there. And so people in the Udmasic area, including where we are standing close to this mosque, live in constant fear that they might be sinking down into a hole while they sleep. There were no casualties. Residents sit on tenterhooks. Through the miserable ending, we go hear the boy and kids order them the boys alpha. So we no one no go. I am very scared, but I have no other choice. There are holes all around this area. They've dug almost everywhere because of galamsey. This old woman shows me patches of cracks that developed in her room due to constant blasting by illegal miners beneath her building. She says, the building shakes when they blast the rocks with explosives, so I ask them to patch the building with cement. I am very scared because of the building shakes and collapses. I would have nowhere to go. Other residents are equally disturbed about the digging beneath homes in the town for gold. I am scared I will sink one day. 
When they blast the rocks, the building shakes. She says, we sometimes think we will sink and die one day. She says, there is always fear because the building shakes when something small happens. We plead the government to ask them to hold their operations. One of the mining fields can be found in this house. Our drone reveals the entrance to one of the deep pits through which miners enter to dig for gold beneath houses at Udumase. Packed with sacks of earth, this mine house is said to belong to one Alhaji Idi. A disturbed MC for Santiachin Central, Yao Kwachi, tells Love News attempts to stop the illegality have proved futile. When it came to our notice, we made an arrangement. Some of them were arrested and sent to courts. Uh, the rest that will be in the house will let you know they are not doing it. Before you realize they will be doing it at night, that order. We have put several efforts to you know, prevent these things, to stop them. It keeps going on. Uh, the attempt that we made was to, you know, pull down all those stretches, pull them down. But amazingly, some of the members within those houses they are doing are still living in that houses. We gave them notices to leave there. Financing becoming a problem to pull them down. We are also thinking of where you are. We are taking these people who are still in these houses too. So that has been a challenge. We are doing everything possible. Now, as it is, we are, we are making plans to, you know, uh, look for funds elsewhere and to pull some of them down to serve as a deterrence to the other people living around this area because it is becoming dangerous. Reporting for Joy News, Erastus Asaredonko, Udumase, Asantiachin Central, Ashanti Region. my husband to resign as vice president many times. That's according to wife of former vice president Matilda Emisa Arthur who says there were times her husband was down because of some of the unpleasant things that were said about him. So speaking in a yet to be aired interview with me on PM Personality Profile. Well, was there a time that you, you told him to actually pull out, resign? Many times. And, and let's have uh, Many times. Many times. <laughs> Many times. But after I said that, I realized that. But if he pulls out, who would say the kind of things he's saying? Yeah. So he should be there. Even if he's not listening to, say it and make the difference. Wow. I believe that even if you are the only person mm-hmm. who's doing the right thing in a place, yep. not just politics, anywhere, yeah. you are the only person, mm-hmm. don't be discouraged. Okay. Stay there and do the right thing. Say the right thing. Mm-hmm. Make a difference. Mm-hmm. And it will impact. Mm-hmm. Even if it impacts on one person, you've done your job. The full interview is uh, this evening at 9 p.m. on the Joy News channel. Do make a date. 
The Ghana Bar Association is this afternoon going all out, taking on politicians and individuals who make unjustifiable comments that attack judges rather than criticize their judgments. The association makes specific reference to a recent comment made by a leader on the minority side in Parliament during the approval of Chief Justice Tokono. GBA President Yao Echampon Boafo says it is irresponsible for one to hide behind parliamentary immunity to make such comments. He's been speaking at a ceremony to mark 41 years since three high court judges were brutally murdered. Confirming and inappropriately lowers the dignity of our courts and has impaired the rule of law. That is why it is totally unacceptable for a member of the leadership of the minority in parliament hiding ostensibly under the protection of parliamentary immunity granted by the 1993 constitution in supporting a motion solely to unanimously approve the nomination of the current chief justice to launch an unwarranted attack on the person of the immediate chief justice describing such a colossus of a Jewish in derogatory terms to wait under the reign of the appointed chief justice the level of miscarriage in this country reached a crescendo and must never repeat it. And the former chief justice must know when he goes home, this miscarriage of justice rests on his chest. In the highly volatile partisan environment, we unfortunately find ourselves. Such a statement was unfortunate and grossly irresponsible, and caused consternation among the rank and file of the GBA, especially when the author of the accusations failed to give particulars of the specific cases or decisions by the immediate party's chief justice that occasioned the miscarriage of justice, and by what scientific tools he used to measure the level of miscarriage of justice and achieve justice in India. Boy. I am certain that the soldiers who carried out the gruesome murder of the martyrs in Sunday today might not have read any of their deadlines, yet persons who were relatively better educated and informed were able to indoctrinate and have them to believe that the judgments of the martyrs were in some way detrimental and or inimical to their self-interest to warrant such previous acts. I urge as a people we learn to be circumspect, both in our actions and statements, to ensure that no judge in this country should ever suffer the tragedy and fate of the martyrs we celebrate today. We can go back to Parliament where the minority is sending an appeal to IPPs not to shut down their plants starting tomorrow. Parliamentary correspondent Kwekwa Sante has joined us with more. Kwekwa, the Mines and Energy Committee have met the IPPs. Has there been any resolution? So, Aisha, the information you think is that the meeting did not come out as planned. Indeed, the minority expected that they were going to be able to convince the IPPs to go back on that threat to shut down their power plants, but the IPPs did not listen. The IPPs say that they need a lot of money now because they need to maintain the plants, they need to buy food, they need to do a lot of things to keep the plants in, 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 in motion so that they can produce power for Ghanaians. And government indebtedness running into $1.7 billion is not allowing them to be able to properly do so. And so they are now calling on government to pay these amounts of money. And it's on the back of that that the minority is making this appeal to the IPPs to give government some time to ensure that this amount of money is paid. You also heard the, the, the minority led by John Jinapo also claim that the minister is actually doing selective payments and that he's paying some IPPs and, paying, and not paying others. And that this situation 
if left unchecked, is going to compound the situation. So the appeal is now going to the IPPs. They made that threat that by the end of this month and the month ends today, if government does not pay their outstanding debts, then they are going to shut down their plans. They have just a few hours for that deadline to be met. And if the money is not paid and the IPPs do not back down, then we expect some massive doom so like the minority put it. Koko, what else is happening in Parliament? Uh, at least has James Dachukwesen been sworn in? The expectation was that James Dachukwesen will be sworn in today. Yesterday, the information we had was that the Electoral Commission was yet to forward the instrument of election to the Speaker of Parliament for him to be able to swear in Dachukwesen. It appears that has been done now because if you look at the other paper, the swearing, on, the swearing of oath is listed on the other paper that the expectation was that it will be done today. But that will not be done per the information I've picked because the Speaker of Parliament himself is not around. He has traveled. And now the new date for swearing Jackie Quisin is said to be Tuesday next week. Kwasante is our man in Parliament. Definitely there's more for you from Parliament in our subsequent bulletins. But let's stick with the IPPs because James Veggie has been following uh, new developments. Uh, what do we know as we... Uh, uh, brace ourselves for the deadline, which is tomorrow. Okay, Aisha, so um, as we speak, there is a, a crunch meeting between the ECG, which was expected to lead negotiations. All this while mm. is currently uh, having a crunch meeting with the IPPs, and uh, this meeting is expected to end uh, in a few hours. Now, the conclusion of this meeting uh, will determine whether the IPPs will suspend their intended shutdown or not. Uh, now, what we are also picking is that some of the IPPs have accepted some amount of payment from government in that earlier uh, um, individual engagement that happened between 27 and amount of payment from government in that earlier uh, um, individual engagement that happened between 27 and various additions like hazelnuts, like almonds, like tiger nuts, uh, mangoes and all these things that others may have seen to have already started are only flavor but we are adding these real ingredients into the chocolate mix and so far nobody else is doing this. We are also the only ones adding green energy in our production. We have built a structure that depends heavily on solar and because our brand also contributes a lot to um, saving the environment and the planet. Because this is the only planet you find chocolate. If you get it. It's Wednesday on TV, radio, online, and on ground. The Joy Business Van, powered by Joy Business and supported by EcoBank, the Pan African Bank, and MTN. What are we doing today? But one of the most um, unfortunate thing was okay. they trampled on me wow. you know, as a small boy and everybody was running because of the tremor. The That's one thing I never forgot. What uh, kind of a student were you? Studios? Very, very. So people think that I'm very hard. The scheduled shutdown should happen. Not all of these IPPs will uh, shut down their plant as a result of that particular payment. Uh, but we know and fulfill the desire. She completed both her master's and doctorate degrees in pharmaceutics at KNUSD. Because it is reported that um, Sub-Saharan African region, we spend about 70 to 90 percent 
of the budget, the national budget, to import drugs as raw materials or as finished products. And this is seriously affecting us in terms of um, good health and well-being. And so that is one area that my research focuses on, to use naturally um, available or locally available natural polymers as excipients. And so far, so good, it's working. And we are at various stages of development. The other aspects that we are into is quality um, control. Now, there are a lot of substandard and counterfeit or fake medications in the system. And I know the regulatory agencies do a lot of post-market surveillance um, to check the quality of drugs in the on the market. However, it's not enough. So one of the key things that we do is that we try our best to do this post-market surveillance. We pick samples of drugs from pharmacies, from over-the-counter medicine selection and test them to make sure that they are to do this post-market survey. We pick samples of drugs from pharmacies, from over-the-counter medicine selections, and test them to make sure that they are... Focused on naturally occurring gowns as recipients in the pharmaceutical industry was promising. Professor Mariam and colleagues found that adding cashew gum to paracetamol enhanced the drug. And during the bumper season, we have them in abundance, and we have no way of storing any of it, and then in the lean season, there's nothing. It's all gone bad, left to rot on the farms. Twelve girls from low-income backgrounds have been equipped to become tech-savvy. Having completed a six-week coding course organized by the Sorunko Academy, the beneficiaries aged between 17 and 25 are now empowered to undertake various tasks in the digital space. More in this report. A total of 300 girls have so far benefited from the Soronko Academy Digital Skills course, which was launched in the year 2020. The initiative was instituted with the objective to equip girls in basic Microsoft Word, PowerPoint, G Suite, Color Creation, among others. Beneficiaries are expected to be prepared for their digital economy after enrolling for the course. Originally introduced in the wake of the COVID-19 pandemic as a basic literacy project, the Sorunko Academic Digital Skills course has developed into an economic empowerment project with focus on job creation. The 12 participants are the last badge of beneficiaries of the project. The Accra Rotarian president, C.C. Bruce Jr., tells us more. We all know um, um, women, women are underrepresented in technology. So the focus of, of this project um, is to train them in coding, what is the foundation of technology. And we also added soft skills to build their confidence in their public speaking and to prepare them for various areas, um, um, any area they want to uh, develop themselves in in future. Chief Executive Officer of Sorunko Academy, Regina Honu said, coding is a new language which everyone must learn. Coding is like any language that you learn and they are the foundations of the language. So anybody can learn to code. I think in today's world, the literacy, the new literacy we have is reading, writing and the ability to code. Because how our world is being more enabled digitally, without that ability, you'll be left behind. Some of the participants shared their experiences. I saw them on LinkedIn 
and I decided I saw this opportunity I was like should I try it so I, I know nothing about coding but let me just give it a try because I'm a student from the University of Ghana and scheduling this with my academics going to be stressful but like let me give it a try and it's been amazing on since on the insert of this program it's been amazing I've learned a lot try and it's been amazing on since on the insert of this program it's been amazing I've learned a lot today which is the first tranche of the international monetary funds three billion dollar bailout no, our government says it is working hard to meet the required benchmarks and conditions to fast-track disbursement of the second tranche of IMF cash. There will be the second tranche in, uh, uh, disbursement uh, after a successful review mm-hmm. by November, December. And so this year alone, we are expecting some $1.2 billion, uh, United States uh, uh, dollars. Mm-hmm. You can imagine what this will, will do mm-hmm. to um, uh, our balance of payment position. Meantime, the International Monetary Fund has indicated that the Bank of Ghana Act will be revised to strengthen the central bank's independence and mitigate fiscal dominance by the government. And some critics say the zero fund... ...yourself to learn it, right? So I think that the opportunity given me has given me like the confidence to be able to take on projects and challenge myself to do better all the time. Certificates of coding were presented to... A salary, a hundred seven, and even more consolation rewards in the Ecobank double salary promo reloaded. Vimwo, This Ecobank salary account sounds interesting. What do you think? Yara. But maybe next time, Charlie, you know what? I'd go shy my shoe. Hey. Yo, myself, I'd go check my BP. We going up, never go down. And we stay flat. Open an Ecobank salary account today for a lifetime of benefits. You also stand a chance to win more than double your salary in the Ecobank double salary promo reloaded from now till July 31st. Terms and conditions apply. Under the supervision of the National Lottery Authority under the Caritas Lottery Platform. For relief from cough, sore throat, and throat irritation. New Honey Cough. Class Coho Coho Away. Manufactured and distributed by NS Chemist Limited. This advert is FDA approved. Welcome to business. My name is Daryl Kwao. The maiden edition of the Welcome Made in Ghana Equas exhibition has officially commenced in Accra under the theme Enhancing Intra-Regional Trade to Empower Local Industries. Over 60 MSMEs operating in the processed foods, cassava, and cosmetic sectors are showcasing their products and services at the forecourt of the Accra Metropolitan Assembly Office Complex. That's where James Ishan is joining us from. How are things shaping up over there, James? 
exhibition, a maintenance exhibition, just right behind me, you could see a number of SMEs, that is small and medium scale enterprises here, um, exhibiting their products here. I have a rep, um, that is the Chief Technical Advisor from the West Africa Competitiveness um, Program here. He's in the person of Dr. Um, Charles Saki. Doc, there have been a lot of conversation with respect to advisory services with respect to assessing finance with respect to some of these SMEs here. First and foremost, I just want to understand what's the rationale behind this particular exhibition? Okay, thank you very much. So the rationale behind this is that we are implementing a project called the West Africa Competitiveness Program. This program is funded by the European Union and implemented in Ghana by UNIDO. So the basic idea of this is to build competitiveness of SMEs to be able to compete with international standards. So basically this uh, project has been in operation since 2019. We've built capacity of a lot of SMEs. And now we are giving them the opportunity to exhibit their products to the wider world, to let people know what they have, the quality that they have, that their products can compete with any other SME or any other product produced by any multinational in terms of cosmetic products, in terms of cassava derivatives, and then fruits and um, Mixes. Right, so out of this, um, are there any provisions with respect to advisory services in as much as they're trying to exhibit their products? Are there any advisory services engaging other financial institutions and all that? Yes, uh, we have the Ghana Standards Authority, they have a stand here. We have Food and Drugs Authority who are also here who are providing advisory services to these SMEs in terms of quality, in terms of registration of products. For finance, we all know everybody says finance is a problem. As you can hear in the background, we have Access Bank who is here engaging the SMEs on access to finance and guiding them on what to do to be able to access finance, to be able to export, and then even expand their production. It's a three-day program. Today is the second day. Now, talk to me. How has it been going so far? Well, so far, as you can see, there are a number of SMEs from uh, we say it's a West African maiden fair. So you have a number of countries from West Africa having a firm from Kenya who is also... Uh, James Ishan reporting from the forecourt of the Accra Metropolitan Assembly. We are taking you back there for the Wacom Made in Ghana exhibition. An export promotion authority which has been funded by the United Nations Industrial Development um, Organizations. They are trying as much as possible to cushion the operations of various small and medium enterprises um, across the sub-region. That is the ECOWAS sub-region. They are giving other um, advisory services, also making sure their products are being sold to other places. Right behind me, you could see a lot of stands here. You could talk of the lamb share product, the PCC organic oil um, why was Ghana limited? These are not products that are actually from just in Ghana. I mean, they are coming from other countries like Liberia, um, Nigeria, Guinea, and basically these are products from the West African sub-region. So that's the situation here at the second day of the Made in ECOWAS program at the forecourt of the Accra Metropolitan Assemblies. Over to you, Dario. All right, uh, James Ishen, uh, live for us from the Accra Metropolitan Assembly's uh, forecourt where the Wacom Made in Equus exhibition has been taking place. And that's business. Thanks, everyone, for watching. More news after this break.
Daddy? Daddy? <sighs> this tank is big! Yes, that's true. It can store a lot of water. That's so true. Wow! It has a working tortoise on it. Mm-hmm. That's so true. I can see S-I-N-T-E-S syntax. That is so true, my daughter. But it's further into spoilers. That's not true. But why? Hey! <laughs> Syntex was the first to introduce double layer tanks in Ghana. Syntex again was the first to introduce white inner layers in Ghana. Syntex gives you bother into spoilers. That's not true. But why? Hey! <laughs> Syntex was the first to introduce double layer tanks in Ghana. Syntex again was the first to introduce white inner layers in Ghana. Syntex gives you the biggest warranty. Seven years. No matter your water needs, Syntex is the answer. Syntex tank. Are you strong? Are you tough? For crystal clear is the answer. Syntex tank. Are you strong? Are you tough? Crystal clear. Uh, we expect that they will make uh, they will, they will make uh, 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 the they'll give access to the staff uh, to our meters. Amazon services like Echo, Amazon Music, and Audible, Stitcher, Adomorang, Overcast, and Pandora. Take note of everything. Sign up for the multimedia. Uh, Live on your Amazon Echo. Listen to your favorite multimedia radio stations live on your Amazon Echo device by saying, Alexa, open Multimedia Ghana, play Joy FM or Hits FM or Love FM. Or catch up on your favorite podcast by saying, Alexa, play. And then the name of your favorite podcast from Multimedia Ghana. For a list of all podcasts available, say, Alexa, ask Multimedia Ghana to browse programs. And we are back like we never lost signal. Alexa, welcome to Multimedia. Checkout was making headlines elsewhere. President Emmanuel Macron, Prime Minister Elizabeth Bourne, and government ministers have been in an emergency meeting in Paris after three nights of riots across France. As the meeting got underway, Macron announced that 492 buildings were damaged, 2,000 vehicles were burned. As the meeting got underway, Macron announced that 492 buildings were damaged, 2,000 vehicles were burned. 
they'll be able to put resources or pull resources together in order to support the committee functionally. He said public resources would be protected if committee members offer sound financial measures to keep the weak financial control systems. As a committee, they need to pursue the head of entity to implement the recommendations contained in internal auditors' quarterly reports. 875 people were arrested last night as riots took place across France, according to the updated figures. A crisis meeting of ministers convened by President Macron is starting as a... now for sports and in this week's uh, take uh, in this week's edition of prime take uh, Muftal Nabila spoke with uh, former Black Stars captain Stephen Apia here at Essex. How are you? I'm fine yourself? I'm doing good. I've not seen you in a long yeah, while. I can see that you are really doing good. <laughs> you are looking fly. Thank you. <laughs> you see there's one thing that uh, it's that there are many things people don't know about you. Yeah. But one of the things two people don't know about you is the fact that it is very difficult to get you or very rare to get you to speak. Yeah. Today I'm here. I'm in front <laughs> of you. <laughs> so what are the other things that people don't know about you? Oh, the other things. I think people know everything about me, but uh, most of the things I think, I mean, my chocolate days, people doesn't know. I mean, people saw me playing for a class of folk, from a class of folk to under 17, under 17, under 20, and moved to Europe. And my career, that's where people know, but there are certain deep details that people doesn't know. What are they? Uh, some of them, I think that I have to keep it for myself because definitely one day I will write my book and uh, I, will, I will put them in. So it should, it, should, it should be a surprise. But I mean, I have certain deep, deep, deep details. Even though when, when I mentioned I'm, I was born in Choco, grew up in Choco, and when you know that environment, environs, you have to know that, I mean, I've come, I've come from a long way. It wasn't easy, but yeah, I am at East Legon. How would you describe that, that foundation? Uh, how do I describe? I think um, I have to, I have to, I have to, I have to say that I've done well. I've done well. This is a place that I grew up, and people that you roll with were doing all sorts of things, but. Um, I never allowed myself into into those things, and I said, okay, what I want to do is to play football. So I channel all the energy into football, and then uh, it, it works for me. But I think that I've done what I quite remember the chocolate days when, as a kid, you wake up in the morning, 4.30, you have to run to Carnation, Carnation Market. The inside Carnation inside Market, they have these stairs that you have to climb. From there, you yeah. have to run to Circle. They have a stairs there. From Circle, you have to go to the um, mortuary road to the beach so I mean these are the sacrifices that uh, I did and uh, it works for me growing up I come to realize that whatever we do is, is, is the passion and, and, and the hard work that takes you to the top and that's what I did 
talk to me about the days of playing at Indafa Park. Yeah. Um, okay, so I attended uh, St. Martin's School, and those days it was very, very difficult for, for, for me. I mean, at times as a kid, you go to school without no food. You go to school without money. So um, one day I was on my way to school. I walked from uh, Choco to um, White House. And um, I was on my way and I met a friend called, uh, now he's a music. The new Chevy Silverado HD puts you in command. Own strength with its enhanced available Duramax 6.6 liter turbo diesel V8. Own the lake with its available advanced towing technology. And own technology with an available 13.4 inch diagonal touchscreen. The new Chevy Silverado HD. Own work, own play, own life. Learn more at Chevy.com. Find new roads. Chevrolet. Very rich and I met YZ. YZ was like, Stephen, uh, are you going to school? I said, yes, I'm going to school. He said, no, no, no. Uh, we get such uh, uh, support, really. So legislating a zero deficit financing will be stretching it a bit too far. All right. Uh, we have one more minute. I want to ask you about this. Some have called uh, for uh, the threshold to be reviewed, saying the 0% threshold is... Let's go to Salvation Army Park. When we get there, I will buy you rice and beans. As soon as I... Sorry, uh, uh, beans and plantain. Yeah. As soon as I heard... Is it your Fogari? Yeah. <laughs> Followed him. So when we finished, he said, Oh, you're a good player. Uh, we have a coast team at Indafa. Can you join us? And I said, oh, Okay. I would love to join you, but you have to come and talk to my mom first. So uh, he came and then my mom was like, no, 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 he has to go to school. And that time I wanted to play football. So um, one day I find my way to Indafa because where I live and Indafa, my probably Indafa Park is, is a bit far. Yeah. And I was a kid then, so I find my way. And then I showed myself at the training grounds. I had a chance to play for under 12 and then under 14. When I was playing under 14, I was doing so well that when I play under 14 games, they were, I were under 17 Jesse. So oh, okay. I had a chance to play under 14 and then under 17 at times I would come and play 5 minutes, I would come and play 10 minutes. That's where it all started. The full interview airs tomorrow 7.30 p.m. on the Joinish channel. Make a date. Now, 25 schools in the Ashanti region, including Primper College, are gearing up to the throne of Pokowari School for the Braben Right as a curse to crown. A school as the best science school in the region begins today. The three-day contest will see some of the region's best schools slag it out for academic supremacy. Manuel Bright, Kwaku Hatsumo. and songs as schools qualify for the regional and national championship. 80 schools in the Ashanti region battled it out for one of the 18 available slots for the region. The schools will be joining eight seeded schools from the region to square up in the regional championship. Manapo, 
recently, Opokuwara wields the bragging rights as the champions in the region. But would they pay loyalty to Akata Slopsa and allow the trophy slip them by as the two love birds clash in the contest? What is going to happen? We will slaughter them. We will slaughter them. We will slaughter them. We will kill them. Well, the girls are not the only ones eyeing the trophy. 24 other schools in the region are set to clinch the regional title. While some are fixated on the trophy, others only want to unseat high grade schools. As for now, I want to unseat either Prempe or Was. His prayers may have been answered as he clashes with Prempe College. highly anticipated contest will be won between the host school Prepper College and T.I. Amidia Senior High School. They have a message for the boys from the Green Mountains. What is Prepper College Opokuwari to you? To me, what is Prepper College in Opokuwari? To Amas. I hear your small boys also. What are you? They are in kindergarten. They are even to us. Actually, yeah, I don't even know what to say. Tackles. Ten tackles. Ten tackles. Ten tackles. Actually, I don't even know what to say. Tackles. Ten tackles. Ten tackles. Ten tackles. We're going to see an increase in their salaries. Kumasi Anglican Secondary School is entering the championship as the highest scoring school from the qualifiers. Champions League who won? Man, Man City. They, they were, they, they were, their just is what? This year is our year and we are also wearing what? For Joy News, my name is Emmanuel Bright Quick. And as I wrap up the bulletin this afternoon, my name is Aisha Prime. Log on to myjournline.com. There's more of the news and updates of all the developing stories. Do enjoy the rest of our programs. school mm. we go and sell bread sometimes it was um sugar okay. st louis sugar uh-huh. and put a lie i know st louis it was in a box yes yeah i would go and sell and come home and most children okay. used to sell their mothers ways after school. Yeah, after school how is life without public attention you are in your corner nobody is looking at what you're doing or not doing when he was vice president I only use motorcade when I'm going out of Accra. Okay. Mm-hmm. Most times I used to drive myself. Was there a time that you, you told him to actually pull out, resign? Many times. And let's have a Many peace. times. Many <laughs> times. Do you miss him sometimes? Of course. I just called to say I love you. 
to sing to your bathroom. 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 Sing Everything has a meaning. If you recklessly and maliciously destroy reputations, you must suffer the lawful consequences. For every story, there are many versions of what is true. If you compare last year, which is 2,589 deaths, mm -hmm. added to this year, we've already passed 3,000 deaths in 15 months. Every opinion can be debated. The political construct of the national interest can be interrogated. You cannot for abolition of the fourth republic in the name of seeking constitutional reform but some facts are hidden in the depths of interpretation it's alma too for that christmas that you give you vaccines twenty thousand and not receive payment so we check the facts the truth is that we are in the third way i don't think we, we, we should kid ourselves that oh maybe it's about coming in and all that it is here raise the standards of intellectual discourse and present the issues on the altar of unbiased scrutiny. This altar is Newsfile, your most authoritative news analysis program. We must practice independent, credible, and fearless journalism. Newsfile with something Ladi Ayenini. The quest of building prosperity for Africans. If you see what the SFT Secretary has managed to do to date, it's a commendable job. It's a tremendous improvement. And yes, delivering the vision is possible, and I think uh, uh, as Africans, the continent, we are set for that. And why are women being left behind? You know, we did uh, a study a few years ago that showed that Africa was losing close to 90 billion dollars a year as a result of gender inequality, as a result of not empowering its women. Joy News goes head to head with international actors on the sidelines of Avery Exim's annual meetings in Accra. Africa's prosperity, this week on Foreign Affairs. Are you dreaming of a place to call home? A space that embraces your lifestyle, reflects your taste and brings you joy? Look no further, because the Joy News Habitat Fair is here. Join us for an extraordinary event that celebrates affordability, comfort and luxury in the housing and construction industry in Ghana. Good afternoon. Welcome to the marketplace. Coming up, racing against time. In 12 hours, independent power producers may shut down their plans if government fails to reach an agreement over debt owed them. Meanwhile, the minority in parliament warns of massive load shedding ahead if government does not act. We want to call on the finance ministry and government, and particularly the president, to intervene urgently in this matter and ensure that we find an amicable solution. Also coming up, consistent hikes in the price.